we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey. i'm jordan it's the cord and full effect podcast and we are back like we never left we are back like we never left episode 20 episode 20 like dr jerome i bet say we, we switched we yeah. switched uh you know he's um we uh we what what are these type of numbers what you mean like ones tens we're still in the tens but we're in the 20s now but i thought it was not let me stop well, let me stop and, let me stop like, 10 and 20 are even numbers one is an odd <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about prime is it, no prime, don't worry about no, it prime not prime 20 is 20, 20, 20 is yeah. even so it's not a prime number uh, gotcha. anyways remember two is the only even prime number anyways so um episode 20 dr jerome <laughs> was he an android he was I thought he was a human, then he saved himself to become an android. Nah, he was an android. They, there's a whole episode that explains it. His head pops off, like, and everything. They show his brain, but he's he's, he's an android. He's still an android. He's a human that got converted into That's what I'm saying. So he was a human. Every, yeah. Everybody else is an it's actual pure robot. robot. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. You. Yeah, yeah. He used to be a human. Because yeah. you know, the Red Army, Dragon Ball, they'd be out, yeah. they well, was out here gangbanging. Well, they remember they technically fought him in Dragon, in Dragon Ball. Not him specifically, but yeah, like his yeah, own. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the Red Army is wild. That's, you know, little baby Goku. Right. All right. Anyways, though. As y'all know, even episodes be wild because we already recorded an episode, technically. So we own one. Right. Okay. For those of you watching this on YouTube, you need to like. Share. Subscribe. Let's get it. Leave a comment, questions, concerns. Dislike if you want to. We don't care. We need to get them likes up. Yes. Also, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now on Amazon. Uh, music, Audible, whatever it is. Courtesy of Corey. We, we could have always been on there. They sent us an email, but, you know, just a, a bot one. We were like, okay, we'll we'll put it on there too <laughs> so all the episodes now and there they'll oh anchor will be putting stuff on anchor issue with anchor is that um they have a, a memory cap or yeah, a space compression a, limit yeah so we some of the longer episodes we're gonna have to figure out how to get them on there but all the ones that we can put on there they'll be up there and at some point in the future the older ones will be on there but y'all probably not listen to those anyway so and the audio is bad <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing okay jordan yes sir what do we do on this podcast? We talk about health and well, fitness and finances and everything in between. And we want to make sure you save more and say less. And keep making better your best. Intro, intro, intro. Look at that. I think that, that one's good. It was. That we, one was good. Yeah. Okay. What's What else am I supposed to do for an intro? We, uh, normally, we talk about errors, but of course- Wait, this we is already did errors. This is why I said I need to write the intro down. Yeah. Errors, y'all need to like on our stuff so we get our numbers up. Yeah. And then we tell y'all what we do. I yeah. think that's it. Yeah. Okay. We'll do shameless plugs, of course, at the end. Yep. At the end. Yep. Yep. All right. Boom. Locked and loaded. Remember, we have no errors. This is an even number episode. Even number episodes have no errors. Okay. First fitness question. Wait, 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 wait. You going to skip my theme song? Oh, yeah. My bad. <sighs> okay. That gets me ready. Sorry. It's technically a. We don't have theme songs. We it's, got. We it's got some noise. We just got some. It's some noise and Goku yelling. We just got some playing before. Because <laughs> mine is the purge. So I guess. I, I mean, look. I guess it's a theme song for them. But you know, it's not like. Yeah. Anyway, so um. I feel like if I heard that in the gym, though, I would get a little hype. So. Oh, know. Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, it them, works for me. Dragon Ball Z instrumentals are crazy. Yeah. If, you, if you all want to get some hype music, yeah, a Dragon Ball Z instrumentals be insane. Because when they're not talking and stuff, I mean, look, they be trying to say the, the whole universe. Man. They gotta be turning on some of these multiple times. Now, man, if you follow a super, they save in multiple universes. Look, yeah, let me stop. It's crazy. Right. Okay. Yep. You know how we do, y'all. All right, locked and loaded. Oh, I didn't press it. I didn't press the button. First fitness question: What happens, Jordan? Okay, guys, be be ready for this. Some 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 of y'all out here might get offended by this, and not in a. Hey, we don't. This care. is a usually I be making bad fitness jokes. This is a good one because it's actually about working out. But well, technically it's not because you know. <laughs> and ask the question, Corey. <laughs> what happens? Jordan, if you skip leg day, you weak. So let me stop. Let me, <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, good, good, good question. All right, we we just gonna pop it off off the early. Okay, don't do it. That's the that is the answer to the question. Do not skip leg day. All right, but now if if you skip leg day, there's a uh, a cornucopia 
of effects. All right. For those who don't know what cornucopia is, it's a wide variety. I was going to say that happened. Episode 19. <laughs> verbal gymnastics. Look, we can't do anything right. <laughs> OK, so you said it's a cornucopia. Yeah. Of effects. All right. And most of them are negative. OK, you do not want to skip leg day. Don't do it. All right. Your legs. OK, so let's start at the top. Legs are the biggest muscle group in your body. Flat out. Straight like that, okay? Why would you, logically, let's just ingest this for a second. Why would you not want to work out the largest muscle group in your body? Like, I forgot the percentage, but they make up a large, like, a, it's a large portion of your body. Like, I mean, biggest clearly means highest percentage, right? Portion of your body, okay? You got to work it out. Have to, okay? What did I call it before? I think it was the, the reverse pyramid effect. You, you ever seen the um the meme of like where it's like 90s kids versus today's kids and what it's like the the dog that looks like it's on steroids and then it's like the dog is it uh, the doge dog yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah heavy, heavy on top low weak on the bottom exactly have if y'all skip leg day y'all gonna look like the like the the, the doge, doge dog, dog on steroids okay <laughs> don't 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 do that all right you need to be on um, balance which brings us to our first point if you skip leg day Nine times out of ten, you will be muscular unbalanced, and you do not want to do that, all right? That, again, leads to other side effects. If you are muscular unbalanced, a lot of times, uh, if you're, you'll notice it when you're doing uh, functional movement patterns, a.k.a. walking, all right? Walk. <laughs> What's the first thing you do when you wake up, Corey, other than, you know, open your eyes? As, and we, as we said last episode, <laughs> I pee for ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but in order to get to the toilet, what you gotta do? What? Yeah, you gotta walk there. You gotta walk. Yeah, man. Sometimes I crawl. Yeah. It's like, no, okay. <laughs> as if he had, was, had a great night. Anyway, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, that's a synergy in full of facets. Let's go. Last night, why would I be crawling on my knees? That don't even make no sense. Oh man, she <laughs> Hey yo. He's leading from the back. Anyways, all right, all right. We got really back here. We got to really. <laughs> Again, even episodes. Oh, we are, we are, we already, we've already gone. We so we're off track. Okay, muscular imbalance. You have to walk to go to the bathroom in the morning. Yes. Okay. So well, that being said, it's one of the you use this muscle group. It's one of the first things you do. Okay. And you so you got to make sure that you exercise it appropriately. So when you are doing functional thing, functional movements. For people who don't know what functional movements are, I'm pretty sure I said this live. I didn't define it before. That's basically everyday activities so walking walking up the stairs um jogging jogging might not technically be considered a functional movement because you know you don't have to jog you know on a daily basis but you should um but if you, <laughs> you technically don't have to jog but um uh your legs aren't just for movement if you're picking anything up uh, let's say you're picking up a, a heavy box that came in the mail off the ground everybody loves amazon you're probably ordering packages that get here in two days um for me i order particularly me particularly i order a lot of workout equipment i actually just bought a jump box uh downstairs for people don't know that's for plyometric exercises you know the, the boxes that anyways you use it you jump on it you explode you know off the ground and jump on top it's 60 pounds all right in order to get that into my house i had to use my lower body because you got to lift with your people always tell you lift with your legs not with your back yeah that's that's the thing because again your legs are the biggest muscle group in your body you need to use your legs you know to get it up off the ground and then you use your core in your back to sustain it once you get it in the air but you don't lift with your back you lift with your legs so saying all that to say you don't want to have a muscular imbalance okay you need to make sure that your your muscles are are toned and worked out evenly so they're they're proportionate when you're when you're trying to use them for uh for functional motions um second reason is a hormone imbalance okay again your legs being the biggest muscle group in your body they produce let me make sure i get it right it's hgh human growth hormone okay for those who don't know what HGH is, that's the stuff that's in steroids. It's illegal for you to take <laughs> um, outside of what is produced naturally, okay? Your, your, your legs, again, being the biggest muscle group in your body, uh, stimulates your body to be able to produce the largest amount of HGH other than any of the other muscle groups, right? So it is important to allow your body to do that. So HGH um, lengthens your, your anabolic window. I think we talked about this before, but if we didn't, your anabolic window is the ability for your body to absorb nutrients. Okay, so it's a it's a time period in which your body absorbs the most nutrients. Um, for most, I think I want to make sure I get the time right because I want to go back and contradict myself from what I said from the previous episode. But okay. I believe I it's remember, so I'll correct you. Okay, I believe it's a thirty minute window, and it's twenty. It occurs twenty minutes after mm -hmm. exercise. So once you complete the exercise, you have twenty minutes before the anabolic window opens, and then you have thirty minutes once it starts before it closes. Is that accurate? Yep. All right. I don't know if it's accurate. That's what you said okay. last time. That's what I mean when I say accurate. <laughs> that is that is that in <laughs> that, concurrence with what yeah, I stated before? That's what you 
said. Good stuff. All right. <laughs> hey, that's the benefit of me editing the videos. I'll be I'll be re listening hey. to everything over and over again. I'll take it, bro. Look, <laughs> just keep keep me straight. As long right. as I'm repeating myself, right. even if I'm wrong, yeah. I'll take it. You, you don't want to I mean? you don't want to say a whole bunch of wrong information. Exactly. Like different. Like just keep saying no. One plus one equals three. Yeah. But don't be like one plus one equals four. It equals five. Like right. Jesus. Until I clean it up in an error section. Okay. It needs to be consistent. <laughs> Um, sorry. Anabolic window. Back. Yes. Hormone imbalance. HGH. Thank you. Um, so your 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 body um produces HGH. HGH lengthens the, the anabolic window, allowing your body to absorb nutrients. Um, your body absorbing nutrients allows your muscles to grow. Okay, so that that's what you need. You need your body to be able to absorb those nutrients and solidify. So then to prepare yourself for the next workout, your muscles can then continue to grow. All right. So if you don't, for those who are skipping leg day, you're cheating your body out of HGH, man. Like your, your own natural steroid. Let's call it what it is. Your body's own natural producing steroid. You are limiting that by skipping leg day. Squats are it. Yeah, squats are the, I, always, I think I said this last episode. I'm going to continue to say it because squats <laughs> work your entire body when executed, particularly barbell squats. You know, when you when you work them out, you have to use your, your lower body, your core, your back, everything in between to execute a proper, properly executed squat, right? In, in proper form. So that being said, it makes sense why it would produce the you know the, the largest amount of hgh because you have to use everything to to do a squat and then when you get start putting the weight on there man it, <laughs> yeah do a squat come back then yeah you'll understand why it, <laughs> why it does what it does why we're always talking about them. do squats a squat are, come back it, <laughs> squats are crucial man if you really want to get that work in you you got to work some some squats into you you got to work a leg day in there first if you're not doing it but on your leg day squats have to be on there okay barbell squats front squats there's a variety of them dumbbell squats narrow squats so let me stop i sound like uh like bubble when you talk about shrimp fried shrimp boiled shrimp bubble yes, shrimp. I didn't know. <laughs> shrimp he said i think he said shrimp shrimp yeah <laughs> i think that's what i say now Look, shrimp man. shrimp oh my goodness yes all right Third. reeling it back in so yep. that's the the second reason why you should not or that's what the second reason the second thing that happens if you skip leg day so first thing muscular imbalance second thing lack of uh hgh so a hormone imbalance third thing you burn significantly less calories on any other day that is not leg day. So I'm gonna I'm always gonna chime in, gonna plug the, the, the fit fam. Corey, when we have our live workouts, so remember you get challenges throughout the week for people who don't know how finally fit works. Always gonna never gonna pass the opportunity to plug y'all in real quick. Finally fit, you'll get weekly workouts. Um you get two live classes virtually and then the the you get these things called challenges which are workouts that you get to do on the days that we don't see you live. But for the two classes that we have live, we have an upper body day and a lower body day. You'll know from your, you know, because we track our, our workouts using our our uh, technology, our watches, um, our Apple watches specifically, or our Fitbits um, specifically. Which day do you tend to burn more calories? Is it upper body or lower body? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> however, however, it is is track. I tried to see if it's on my watch. It wasn't on my watch. But I would say this: I'm definitely more tired on Monday, which is leg day. Got definitely more. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I mean, y'all, y'all tell us that though, because when you do upper body, you you obviously don't move as much because you just you know just because type of exercises there are, right? But yeah, right. I mean, yeah, legs leg day sucks. <laughs> That's why I, I hate y'all for making it on freaking Monday. It, look, you know, but you know why we do that? Yeah, I know why. That's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. Y'all evil. No, no not oh. <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> um, we do it because it sets the tone for the rest of the yeah, week. Right? Yeah, you get yeah. the hardest day. So, uh, so I know I'm, I'm not going to skip the question. We're talking about what happens if you skip leg day, but I'm also going to plug leg day yeah. into you know why you should have leg day into this question, right? Um, for those who don't know, you want to if you have a leg day. If you don't have a leg day, you need to have a leg day. But if you do have one, you need to plug it on the first day you start exercising throughout the week because it literally sets the tone for your body for the duration of the week, right? You get the biggest muscle group growing, going and going before you start the rest of the the week again you get that hgh going you widen your anabolic window and you get the hardest muscle group to exercise or to you know to particularly strengthen out the way while you have the most energy most of the time on mondays if you're following a finally fit schedule you're coming off your rest day on sunday you know because the only thing you've done is your active recovery which is you know your walking your yoga your light swim whatever your your resting activity is on sunday just to close your rings and then on monday we we hit it hard we get those legs, that lower body out the way because that that sets the tone for the rest of the week. Everything else after that, 
should be easier than Monday. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. why we get in today. Also, if you've ever done leg day on a Friday, <sighs> and you, you go out that night or the Saturday. Listen, <laughs> you're like I'm never, I'll never do this again. You're out, you're out here and standing in a bar, and your legs is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so that also being said. <laughs> Because it's the biggest muscle group, it has the largest recovery window. I know we haven't talked about that specifically, like what, you know, what muscle groups correspond and how long, you you know, how long you're going to be sore. But if you've done leg day right, you're going to be sore for at least the next 48 to 72 hours. And then you can't walk. Yeah. He's not lying. That's why people don't like doing leg days. You ever done it? You're like, bro, I can't walk the next day. <laughs> you ever seen somebody waddling? They probably just had leg day either that day or the day before. It's usually the day after. Most of the time, you're yeah, not, two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're usually not as sore as you're going to be the day of, right? Like, you know, it's going to hurt a little bit. But when you, it's usually when you give your body time, and we were talking about sleep, when you're getting that six hours of sleep, you wake up the next day, your muscles have also been dehydrated because, again, you can't consume water while you're unconscious. Shout out to episode 19 um, and 11. Yeah. Episode nineteen and eleven. We you, deep. We got a bag. Hey, we got a bag. We got reference points hey, now. I love bag. that. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um. But but yeah. So that being said, you need to make sure you get get your legs right early in the week. Set the tone, and then you know from there, everything else should be downhill. Not saying that everything else can't be on par, but nothing should be greater than leg day. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yep. Um. Fourth thing. So yeah. I'm sorry. We were, I'm just gonna a recap. Yeah, recap. Third. So the third thing was burn less. It, it burns a lot of calories. Okay. My leg days are, in terms of comparison to my upper body, I might burn almost 100 to 150 more calories, and that's uh, just doing leg hit. If you're doing leg uh, strength training, which Same. yeah, you're, which means you're weight under, on that bar. Listen, boy, you're here squatting 100. You barbell squats, leg press, cleaning, uh, clean. <laughs> Yeah, clean, Hand clean snatches, front squat, push press, techni- deadlift. Deadlift is technically back and lower body, right. but yeah, deadlift. Yeah, yeah if you squat, clean, and deadlift on the same day, that's it. That's all you need. You Look. do those three exercises on a, on a strength training day. Yeah, you, you're gonna be tired. You might be done for the week. Like, yeah. Don't don't be done for the week, but you might be. And you like, mess around and totally rep like over ten thousand pounds just because you people usually the lower body strong in the upper body. Yeah, but yeah. If you if you repping out, you know, at least two hundred on squat, like a buck fifty on clean and three four. Listen. Like each you add all them reps, it starts getting real. <laughs> like bro, I didn't push so much weight today. <laughs> all right. Oh man! All right, fourth thing, bringing it back around. So the fourth thing that can happen if you skip leg day, you your body will technically be slower, and it'll it'll produce less. It'll have a lower um, rate of force production. Um, so just a review for that term: rate of force production is your body's ability to generate energy to propel itself forward through a functional motion or an exercise, right? So rate of force production means, so when you run, right? For my, my track people out there, for sprinters, you know, and not even just sprinters, anybody who plays a sport, you know, you gotta you gotta run at an adequate pace. If you try skipping leg day and compare yourself to a friend who's been, you know, hitting their legs consistently and see which one of you guys are moving faster. I mean, honestly, that, it's as simple as that, right? Muscles, right? If you're, if you're, if you, the, the person who, who is more muscular or who not even just more muscular the person who has been working out their muscles more consistently their lower body more consistently will able be able to generate more force when their feet hit the ground so logically they're going to be able to propel themselves you know faster um when when sprinting or moving forward so by you know by definition you will be slower if you do not do leg day that's not to say that you you know you won't be faster than most people you know, some people just have talent you know it, it i know a lot of people who weren't you know necessarily track runners but they were fast right uh, a lot of that has to do with genetics. A lot of that has to do with body makeup. And, you know, some people are still just naturally talented. That being said, I guarantee you they could be faster if they had a leg day. All right. You need to get out, get those, get that leg day in, do those squats, do those lunges, do those, those snatches, those cleans, all that good stuff um, to work on those glutes, work on those hamstrings, work on those calf muscles, work on those quads. Okay. All of that. And they need to be work in balance to be able to produce a higher rate of force production. Okay. Uh, every time when you sh- when you're sprinting, every time your leg strikes the ground, that 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 force comes from your calves, your quads, and your hamstring all at the same time. You know what I mean? Or not all at the same time, but it's it's pushed down through your leg. Okay. So that being said, you can't just work. You can't go out here and have a leg day and just do calf raises and think that you're going to get faster. No, it has to be an even um, an even growth of of the lower body. Does that make sense? Yep. So you got to work out all those muscle groups that then make up with your um, your lower body. Uh, last but not least is if you don't um, 
work out your lower body, you'll have a limited range of motion in in all behavior, but in particularly functional behavior. So one of the things we were talking about earlier is just being able to walk or being able to lift something. Again, you want to lift with your lower body, not specifically with your back. But if you don't, you know, again, this goes back to what's what's the first thing in in terms of exercising? Uh, what what do we want to work on first, Corey? So uh, range one. of motion, flexibility. Yeah, exactly. That's my guy. See, he's listening, man. I, uh, I, at least I know. At least I know the classes are working. All right. <laughs> so range of motion, stabilization, endurance. Right. So you're working on range of motion. You're working on flexibility. You're working on balance. Right. How can you work on range of motion for your lower body if you don't work out your lower body? If you're not, stri- you know what I mean. Most. <laughs> That, that's what y'all be doing. Y'all be out here not budging, trying to make some. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Look, you gotta, you gotta do it, man. Foundational. Exactly, and it's it's the first thing. OPT model, optimization performance training model. You step one: stabilization, endurance. Before you touch a single weight, you don't even need to look at weights technically for the first fourteen days you work out. I'll be honest with y'all. For people who have never worked out before, you could do flexibility yoga. Uh, stabilization workouts, meaning just working on the balance of your muscles because you need to develop a muscle because chances are if you haven't worked out before, your muscles are undeveloped, underdeveloped. So not even just your prime mover, which are your, you know, the muscles that are used to actually do the, the pushing and pulling in the exercise, but your balance muscles, the, your synergists, the ones that keep you balanced while executing, which people don't realize are absolutely necessary until you're trying to do the exercise. I challenge you just do a quad stretch, right? That's the where you you're standing on one foot and you're pulling that leg up. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, mostly you stay balanced. Mostly y'all can't stay balanced like, without without leaning on a wall or, or touching something, right? Because right. your synergist muscles are weak and your lower body. Stop skipping leg day. Look, go up. Do not do yoga in your first fourteen days of ever exercising. <laughs> do not do that. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. I was gonna say the exercise you sent us for this week. Nah, but see, y'all... she put her leg behind her head. <laughs> I was like, no, they know damn well they can't even do this. So next time I'm going to need you to send a beginner version. My bad. Because she she wasn't even um, like... She was just going like through it. She wasn't saying like I'm. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna stay here because I, I can't do that. My bad, guys. So, so I, I so it was I, a good one though. It yes. was a good one, but she was she was highly advanced. I try to send y'all a lot from a lot of the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, some some of the people are different, but then a lot of them have different like levels. Yeah. And so sometimes the recommended recommended videos I think are at the same levels, no. but they're not. Hers um, hers like said beginner yeah. until she put her leg behind her head. <laughs> And I was like, I, yeah, 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 okay. So yeah, that yeah. that being said, I it's not that I wouldn't have you do yoga. You just need to make sure that it is beginner level of yoga. So like that being said, what Corey said, don't put your leg behind. If no. you if you can't touch your toes, your leg ain't going behind your head. It's yeah. not working. Even it's, if it's, even if work out a lot, you can't do yoga. Good look. They gonna be laughing because they be you know they be this is I mean this is like a, a known well a well known yoga story you know people think they strong come in and they be tearing them up. Listen, <laughs> yoga is different. I, I challenge if you've never done yoga before, you need to do it at least one time so you can see what we're talking about. They be it's, like a downward facing dog for thirty minutes in a sauna. Anybody that can hold a full conversation with you. You know what I mean? While doing one of these like half moon poses or, you know what I mean? Prone cobras or, you know what I mean? Downward facing dogs or anything that requires one foot to be down while everything else is in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Those those people got. Yoga is the move as in you you should incorporate it. But talking about a a bell curve, it is probably, probably every physical thing. Look. I encourage mm-hmm. I encourage yoga for again for increased range of motion for flexibility. That being said, there are what they they call them flows. There are different flows. There's one that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce because I'm not about to embarrass myself. It starts with a Y. Y'all, for my people who do yoga out there, you know what I'm talking about. There's one with the Y and then there's one with the V. Don't. Those are really real. There's, there's a flow. I'll come back and I, when we clean I'm this say, up, I want to know look, now. <laughs> I'll come back when we clean this up in the air section and I'll tell y'all what I'm talking about. But they, yeah, they they get really real. Okay. No, yeah, yoga's fun. But okay, though, so you got limited range of motion, so you need to be stretching. Yeah, flexibility. Need you have to have to. If you don't even have a leg day, you need to be you need to be doing that. All right. But that's that's definitely yeah. It, we 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 bake in yoga at minimum once a week. And I finally fit, but we always warm up with dynamic stretching, and then we always cool down with static stretching. So you need to stretch, need that flexibility, need that range of motion. Um, so yeah, just re- we're we going to stay on that one, or I was gonna say you you want to you want to recap the five things. Yeah, so let's recap real quick. So what happens if you skip leg day? First thing, muscular imbalance. Okay, your body is gonna be built like an upside down pyramid. Second thing, hormone imbalance, lack of HGH. 
lack of HGH, human growth hormone, limited anabolic window, meaning your body is limited to the amount of nutrients it can absorb, uh, limiting muscle growth. Third thing, burn less calories. You want to burn more calories if you're trying to create that caloric deficit. Um, Most of you guys are for your goals. Depends on what your goal is. Either way, you probably want to create a healthy caloric deficit. So you need a leg day, preferably at the beginning of your week. Fourth thing, slower. You have a slower rate of force production. uh, So your body will will actually move slower when running, sprinting, walking, etc. than somebody who does have a leg day. All right. Not true for all, but true for most. Okay, even people who are fast, they can be faster if they're not if they don't have a leg day. Last but not least, you will have a limited range of motion um, for functional behavior as well as exercise. Okay, so if you want to be able to put your leg behind your head, (laughs) incorporate that yoga into leg day. All right. Yeah. Back into not skipping leg day. I remember when I I'm going to play flag football, but this is like three, four years after high school. I tried to sprint. And I fell over myself. <laughs> I tried to like go like top speed, and since I hadn't used those muscles like at that level, I literally fe- I literally fell down. I ate, I ate, I ate, what was like eat eat the dirt, eat the, whatever it is, eat dirt, yeah, eat dirt, yeah. It was turf, but still, I I, I was like, oh my, I, mind you, twenty one. This <laughs> I swear to God, it's I mean. <laughs> It's, you'd be surprised it's a thing man so yeah. like i'm gonna slide this one in i know it's so this is a six but it's a six exclamation point right. injury prevention right i mean just what Corey said if you the, the problem is with with aging right your brain never age your, your brain does technically age like let yeah. me be very clear how i say it but you're capable what your mind thinks you're capable of doesn't age your body does right so me being 28 i still think i'm capable of what 21 year old i'm sorry probably 20 21 year old football playing jordan can do in my head i still run a four or five right until you get out there and then you try to do it and your body literally hurts itself in the process because you you don't forget the form you don't forget to how your your brain still tells your body how to execute right how to pick your feet up and put them down you know what i mean so in your head you're still trying to generate the same amount of force you know what i mean you're 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 on your toes you're executing you're chopping through right i'm aerodynamic because i've i've been playing sports for years these are things i know how to do However, I'm not built the same anymore. My muscles are not the same size or they're not, at least right now, they're currently not capable of doing that, right? I'm more of a, a lean stamina endurance build right now. I would say I, I'm still pretty fast. I'm not four or five fast. Let's be very clear. I'm 28. You know what I mean? If I, if I, if I run a four or five, I ain't doing nothing else for the rest of the day. That's it. Look. <laughs> Look, I'll never sprint again unless it's life saving. I will never full out sprint again. <laughs> That's why, like, I be trying to get my mile time down. It's like I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I got, I'm getting my, you know, I'm gonna keep this pace for right. the rest of my life. I'm about to hear full sprint again. <laughs> you know how much energy it takes to to run as fast as you possibly can and not fall down. I, Apparently, a lot, a lot, <laughs> uh, a whole lot. Bro. I used to, I used to sprint as fast as I could every day, all the time, multiple times a day, <laughs> multiple times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Quick burst, right? I mean, all the same. Then I, yeah, I, I challenge any of my adults to just, you don't even gotta. You don't even have to do the sprint. Remember the last time you sprint and then just tell, put it in the comments below on YouTube or on the podcast. Just tell us when was how many years ago was the last time you really sprinted 100 percent, even if it was just for, you know, 10 seconds. You know, yeah. the last but, time was probably 2017. It, exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't a flag game. I it, it was for me to score the game when a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Sideline quarterback are playing. Don't play with me. Look, but uh, what's it we're young. The like, one thing I did do is I do run fast. Now, don't mess with me. But, <laughs> I, mean, I, I said I said did, did, did past tense. Cause I'm, I'll get beat by anybody probably now. But yeah, that was the last time about four years. I'll never if I'm about to die, I'll never do it again. I will say I did it last week. I re- so okay. Hey, I, I be te- I be testing you know ego because <laughs> you don't <laughs> see, what, see what I can do. Listen, uh, okay. So when when I walk, so for those who don't know, my dog's name is Pharaoh. When I walk him outside, right, and it's in the evening, I let him off the leash on the way back. You know, because he know at this point it's, re- it's repetition. He knows where we live at, so I don't got to worry about him running away. But I I race. My dog, you know, it's, it's from the stop sign to my house. That's, a, that's at least a good, you know, that's a 40, 50 yard. So, yeah, I'd I, I, I be kicking it. So, yeah. last week I, I did that. And needless to say, the dog beat me. Okay. I bet he did. You know, get, <laughs> he got four legs. Carol gets loose, bro. Yeah. And nah. he's three. He's a, yeah. And three in our years. Was that 21 and dog? Yeah. yeah. So, he's either way, he's, he's still, still young. young. Yeah. yeah. Nah. I'm talking about 100, 100 yards plus, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, never. Nah. I'll never do that again. <laughs> Straight. Oh no! Last it. summer, last summer okay. when we were doing the fitness journey, we were doing uh, wind sprints. But yeah, again, not recommended. A little recommend bit it. different though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, boom. See, we can take up a whole time with that. All right, do you have anything else for what happens when you skip leg day? No, sir. That's okay, it. real quick though. Plug it in. Do do yeah. the leg day. So I'm what? In my teeth. So yeah. how long does it take? Like for the people who you can tell who at, who do work out a lot, but right. they skip leg day. How long does it take to reproportion your body? 
What do you mean to catch it up? Yeah, like you know, they be all. It depends. <laughs> it does because it. I mean, it really depends, right? Because some people are like, I mean, it depends on what level yeah. you're doing yeah, with your like, upper body, yeah, how right? Much there, yeah, yeah, because like some people really go ham on their upper body, which makes even less sense on why you would skip leg day. Because what? Because your body, your legs got to carry. Whatever. Yeah, like <laughs> so muscle. Okay, so we I think we covered this before too. But muscle is more dense than fat; it's not heavier. But why would you want to make your entire upper body look like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was a Terminator, and then you know the bottom, your bottom look like SpongeBob legs? Like imagine that. Just picture that, right? That's what that's what half of y'all look like when y'all skip leg day. Like real real talk. You know what I mean? So you you don't want to do that. So to answer your question, I it it, you know, it, yeah. it extremely varies. It I was just wondering if there was like something you had learned from your uh, certification stuff. Nah, yeah. honestly, you would probably just have to. I would recommend if you're really that unbalanced or unproportionate, you probably should scale down on the upper body and then. Catch- All right, y'all. We don't know what happened, but we're just starting back up again. Yeah. So you remember what you were saying? Uh, Pro tools to stop. We're talking about oh, skip, uh, skipping leg day and how your body's going to be all proportional. Yeah, so I was saying you need to you need to probably de-escalate your upper body workout and you need to escalate your lower body workout until they're you know about even and then you can scale up proportionately together, right? If anything, if you want to be a bodybuilder, bodybuilders again when you enter a bodybuilding competition, they don't got skinny legs and big upper bodies. They got big <laughs> legs and big arms, right? Big chest, big back, all that. So again, yeah. that being said, allocate time for both. Okay. All right. Boom. All good. Yes, sir. On to, I hope it didn't speed it up real fast. It's not an Alvin Chipmunks. <laughs> okay, on to the finance, finance section. section. Let's go. Now I'm thinking about it. We should at least took down that air. We don't, I don't know. We, what did it say? It ran out of power? Yeah, something about deactivating power. Plugins. We ain't got, we don't we have plug- no plugins. Listen, what? stop playing with us. Yeah, for, yeah stop playing okay. with us. All right, boom. On to, <laughs> <laughs> on to the finance section. Okay, this is the budgeting episode. However, we have a finance question, so you'll know we do the questions first. So can you read that? You probably need to see it again. Gotcha. So first finance question. So this one is a viewer related question. Thank yes. you, viewer, for your, for your question. All right. First, it reads, what are your thoughts on buying a new car from a dealership versus a hand-to-hand private sale? Obviously, new cars are bad investments in general because of the immediate decrease in value. But buying through dealership does come with a slight security that you don't get with a private sale. What are your thoughts? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um. Don't go from the question. I don't know the question is. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I just read it to you. you I know, but you know, I still got to look at it. You know me. You know my, you know, my short-term memory is still being marked I, on. I thought you, you know, normally you'd be pulling out points and stuff. I thought you had already. Oh, no, I didn't pull okay. out any points. It okay. literally just says to scroll down to the bottom for this question. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, buying a new car. Let's say I would not buy a new car. That's what my, that's my first recommendation, should I say. <laughs> Well, let me say this. I, I said I already bought. I bought. I've I've purchased a new car before, right? You know, like I said, it's on my. I already said this before. We know. So I've done this. So I have extreme experience with it. <laughs> this is before the we were. I guess it's a catalyst before you know we started getting our finest in order. Right. Yeah, as you said, you take the crazy. Before we were wealth conscious. Yeah, wealth conscious. Yeah, you take the crazy depreciation. However, to my knowledge, you're not taking no depreciation. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, and you should not do this. However, if there was ever a time to buy a new car and withstand some of the depreciation, it, it would be now while the um, this there's still a semiconductor shortage. So the, to my knowledge, cars are not depreciating, and the used ones that people already own, like the new cars on the lot, aren't depreciating, and neither are the used ones that they sold. Like because the they still have, let's say, you know, the 2020s from last year. Like it's, it's still a new car. And they got the 2021s, even though, you know, it's less stock. They just, they just got the cars just sitting there. And it's not to my knowledge. My car, ha- my car has appreciated in value. My car was, <laughs> my car is worth roughly $19,000 around this time last year. Now it's worth like 24. This is the first time yeah. I think non-classic, non-collectible yeah, cars have become yeah. appreciating assets. Yeah. All, all cars depreciate except the collectible ones. So this is a rare time, but obviously as I always say adjusted for COVID, I would not buy a new car. Well, let me say this. It's not that you should not buy a new car. I'm more concerned with the dollar amount. I think I told you before, you're talking about, you know, getting a new car. I mean, because you can buy a $30,000 car and it'd be used, right? I mean, so for me, it's more of the dollar amount and less of the hit and depreciation you take from the asset. Because regardless, 
the depreciation is going to occur. And if you're going to, quote unquote, always sell the car at $10,000 and you're going to always buy a 30,000 car, that's $20,000 of depreciation regardless. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how fast it happens, right? This goes back to planning though, right? Actually having a plan. I am of the, I wouldn't get a loan. There we go. Cause I knew, I knew there was something I don't fold on. I would not get a car loan. However, y'all going to get one. So you know, how do I, <laughs> We had a discussion earlier, so. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, no, you I was gonna say, y'all be out saying I be choosing violence. I, I don't be knowing what y'all want me to say. Sometimes I don't. I say I wouldn't recommend getting a car loan. Then you want me to help you get the car loan? Okay, how do you get the car loan, Corey? If you are, you know, if you are gonna get the car loan, no, don't get it. Don't. We're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> to think about it, his brain said. <laughs> I don't recommend getting a car loan on a depreciate, uh, excuse me, a loan on a depreciating asset, which, which a car is. However, you're going to get a car loan, I mean, literally less than 12 months. Like, you got to pay that joint off fast. But again, again, proper planning prevents poor, uh, proper planning prevents poor performance. Yeah. There we go. I knew it had to start with a P. Uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you, you know you're going to need a new car. And the great thing about all the great thing about cars, and they go down in value. All cars have a value because, at worst case, you can take it to the junkyard and get some money for the parts. So it's not like you know you can you you I'll sell it at a loss, but you can always get some money at a car. But usually, your car is worth a couple of thousand dollars, and you usually know roughly about two to three years in, either you, when you want to get a new car or that your car starts acting up. Like okay, I got to get a new car. That's when you should start preparing and saving for a new car. You can either save for it, you know, cash as far as in the savings account, high yield savings account, or which I recommend you do, you you should be investing this money so it's even less money that you have to spend. That's that's what I'm talking about. So you get out of debt. See, I I already answered this. I've already said this before. I was waiting for it. I've already said this before. I've already said this before. You can, if you already, once you pay off your debt, you're usually going to have a couple thousand dollars in discretionary income. You just grind for two, three months, two, three years ahead of time, put that in Voo or Spy, and then that, that's your car. You just let it appreciate in the market. And then you sell that, you sell it once it appreciates. You're paying long term capital gains because you made that one time investment two, three years ago. You're over to 366 days for the long term capital gains. So you're going to pay 15% on it. And then, by the way, if you if you have ten thousand dollars, fifteen percent of that is one thousand five hundred dollars. You got eighty five hundred dollars, and your car is worth three four thousand dollars. You got my members. That's the one thing too. Y'all be missing it. What your car is worth? That's the that's the cost of the car that you're driving. Don't don't get it twisted when you total your car, and so you get the same one. If you're driving a three thousand dollar vehicle, it is a significant upgrade to a ten thousand dollar car. <laughs> And that's the one thing too is I experienced. I had a 2006. I went from 2006 to 2018. And night, night. The tech is the tech is so crazy in cars now. So if you're if you're driving a car that is really now, I would say maybe two, three years old, because they they redo the models as well. Like it's just you know like the, my mom has a 2016 Honda Accord, I think, mm-hmm. and I have an 18, and the 17 was is the same as her car. But my my car is completely different. You've seen the new Accords; they're completely different than the ones right before. So they be changing the generations out on them too. So like it's a, a lot of now with the tech and cars so crazy, a lot of stuff changes. But again, respectfully, if you going if you're going to get a twenty, twenty five, thirty thousand dollar car, you gotta have some money. Like your your car, I am on the Dave Ramsey logic on the no more than fifty percent of your pre tax income in vehicles. But like if you make like put it like this, say you make a hundred thousand dollars, in my eyes you should not have a fifty thousand dollar car. At all. <laughs> the maintenance is too high. That's what I look at too mainly. How much is the maintenance? And that's what this question was about too, because um what is it? Uh bad investment. But Yes, a, a higher security risk. It, put it like this: either the car does or doesn't work. Like when they made it, you know, obviously some cars don't work even when you buy them new. I wouldn't recommend getting the manufacturer uh, insurance on it. You know, the, the warranty, all that type of stuff. Because again, for me, it should. That's going to sound very uh, not cocky, but you should have. It shouldn't. It shouldn't take. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a lot for you to get a new car if you buy a car. Then the car you has blows up a, a month later. That's what you have an emergency fund for. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, remember, cars, their main purpose is to get you from you point, know, a to point, point A to point B. B. So, and for those of us who likely, you know, your high school, college car, look, man, I just need this joker to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like the fact that I have heated seats and I have Apple CarPlay and it can charge my phone. I got remote engine start. Dang, I'm stunting a little bit. And all this <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, my but, car still got an aux cord. I ain't even yeah, mad at yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mine but got it's the, mine. Yeah, mine got two USB ports in it, right? You know, when mine, you turn the you turn the knob down to cool for the AC, it goes blue. You turn it to the right to make it hot, it goes red. Like, you know, I'm glad I got all that type of stuff. However, my not this car, but my previous car, they have died on me when I am driving them. <laughs> They've turned off <laughs> mid-drive. Have you ever for the have you ever had to restart your vehicle when it was while you on Yeah. But y'all, you you lose the power steering. You keep the brakes, thank God, but you lose the steering. Yeah. That joint lock up on you. If y'all so, never had that happen before, that's a scary feeling. So, and people know me, I've cracked, you know, I've totaled a vehicle. So, you know, I'm, th- I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, it can go 60, 70 miles an hour. That's, you know, if you had that experience for, which most people usually had, because you usually got a beater, you know, your first one or two cars. But yeah, I would say for me, and I'm just saying for my, like, I'd be hard, I would say anything over 30% of your pre-tax in a vehicle, that's just too, that's just too much money. And again, too, though, again, talking about wealth building. You could, you can cars. You're gonna need another car. So like, for me, I say, I say, we don't shop. We make purchases. If you're not gonna get the car you want, then get the you know cheapest car from a financial standpoint. It's obviously you know needs to run, but you know low maintenance, high gas mileage. If you're not gonna get the car you want, I mean, because that that's what I did. Even though I spent you know thirty three thousand dollars, I got the I got the car I wanted. The only thing that's not in my car is a sound system. That's about it. And a GPS, but them GPSs, you got to update and cost money. So I got to have a car play so it's straight. But everything in my car that I wanted for my previous car, I got. So that that's the one thing, too. But again, smart goals. Have a goal what you want for your next vehicle. I did like six months of research before I bought my car. Every day. I, yeah. like, like, so that, that's the so You better spend 30. If you're about that's and that's the thing, y'all want to invest. Remember, I said you don't. You want to invest. Eventually, you want to invest more and more money each month and each year. You start making investments in the thousands, tens of thousand dollar range. You got to do your research with that type of stuff. So yeah, I mean, I understand though the security of going to the dealership versus you know buying it from someone else. But you know, if someone wanted to buy my car for me, it'd be used. But it's like I take my car to the dealership. I know that's more expensive for my maintenance, but it's like, and I bought it. I mean, obviously it's new, so I bought it from the dealership. But it's like, I mean, it is, I mean, you, you drive too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I mean, you hope the be, I mean, you got Carfax and stuff like that now. But again, like I said, I'm more concerned with how much money you're spending, me, not whether or not you should get a new one or a used one. I think 30% is, is a little too much, but that would be the most I would do. That 50% number is for household income. So obviously, if you're married, you have two vehicles, right? So you scale it up. So I'm okay with 50% if you're married because you have to have two cars. But you have kids, SUVs, trucks are more expensive. But if you're single and you got no kids, 30% max. And that's assuming you ain't got no debt and you invest in like crazy in your emergency fund in place. But if you need a new car because it's time to get a new one, cancel everything that's not necessities and debt (laughs) Death payments, <laughs> grind for a couple of months, and then flip that joint. And that's the one thing with cars too, and especially now. This is always the case with used cars, but used cars values don't go down that much because the depreciation has always already occurred. So if you got, if you're looking at, you know, say a 2015 with 50,000 miles, and then you put 10,000 miles on it. So let's say you look at a 2014 with 60,000. That's the same difference. You get that 2015 and drive another year on it. The price isn't that much different. So you can calculate your uh, depreciation right then and there. It might be a thousand dollar difference, which is not that much money in a car that's over a thousand dollar purchase. Then in that time, you save up money, right? Let's say you got average car payment of five hundred dollars. So if you get a new car, right, that's six thousand dollars. So you get an eight thousand dollar car right now, right? Then you save five hundred dollars for a year, right? Then your car worth seven plus six that you save for the five hundred. Now you can get a thirteen thousand dollar car. But again, you got, you got to put in that work and you might have to drive a car from an appealing standpoint that you can't post on social media. I don't know what y'all want me to say. You want to post a car on, <laughs> on Instagram. There's, there's, a, there's a certain level of mental maturity that has to happen to you right. for you to be able to undergo this process, right? Like, it, it, you got to, I agree with Corey, get what you want in accordance with what you can afford, yeah. right? But at the same time, like, if my, I, already, I mean, Corey and I, I think we've talked about this before. I know I've definitely talked about it with you. If my, my 
Camaro goes out, man. Look. Yeah, I, yeah. We, we said that we like we Cash don't even know what next car we I'm getting. I don't even know. Like, right. <laughs> it might be a two, three thousand dollar whip. It might for real. Because I, I mean, I gotta get from point A to point B. The stuff that yeah. I liked when I bought my and don't get me wrong, I like. I mean, we like nice cars. We like nice things in general, right? But the stuff that I liked when I bought my Camaro is not the same stuff that's important to me now, right? Exactly. I've, I've matured financially. I've matured, you know, what I mean, just wisdom yeah. wise, right? Like I know more than you know, 2016 Jordan. Yeah. You realize you, know? you realize what you can you can do with that money, exactly. And then you know, obviously, since the goal, obviously, the the purpose of all cars, first thing is for it to work, which is driving you from point A to point B. And after that, it's like how much more money, right? Do you, you know, and so like, for, I mean, like I said, I paid you know thirty. My car was thirty three thousand dollars. Everybody knows me. My dream car is an Audi. I could have gotten Audi. Now I couldn't have got the Audi I wanted, but out out you can get an A four. Now you can get the S four. Right. You can get the Audi for 30, 30, 30 racks. Like so, when it comes to spending a lot of money on a car i did it i did a lot of research i was looking at cars up in that 40k range 50k range um which i'm glad i did not do. <laughs> i'd be i mean it'd been good now because my income went up but you know my goodness yeah. my goodness i i saved actually i was gonna get you know acura is a luxury brand for a honda and the the ts the um the tl it's not called tl no more i think but same thing that's like the luxury version of the accord mm-hmm. man it was like twenty thousand dollars for the same car but like less tech <laughs> i was like no and like the accord is the flagship car for honda like you know and Acura technically too like that's the stuff they put everything in right so i was like man let me get this whip <laughs> anyways though yeah as far as let's uh go to the last part about a private sale i mean you you can't get a new car on a private scale I mean, private sale so that kind of contradicts the question about getting a new car if you're going to get a used car I, you i would probably get it private sale but again if you're a mechanic member team building let's see member for <laughs> i think i'd be covering myself first thing i recommend is building the team and mechanic was on there so you know either have a local mechanic you can take it to or if you know your own you know you do car stuff yourself or you know, if you have a friend and they can you know check out the the car for you to make sure you know it's looking all it's looking all good. I mean, because just think about if you were selling your car to someone, it's like, bro. I mean, I drive it like everybody else. You live in Maryland, the, the Roby bumpy places. <laughs> like I don't know what you want me to say. And then um, just okay, no, just small interjection. Things I was thinking about while Corey was talking about the financial you know uh, ramifications of both sides. Things that aren't necessarily related to finances, but you do need to consider legal ramifications, right? I think there are different, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I think there are different sets of rules for private sales versus sales from, directly from a dealership. So I think you got to make sure by law what you can and cannot take it, but you know what I mean? What, what you can and cannot return the vehicle for, you know what I mean? You, you got to consider those when making that, when making the purchase. Right. When you do, when you're, and that's why I said because your private sale is not a new car. I mean, you know, it's a used car. Right. So someone else already owns it. Yeah, you do a private sale, and let's say they got a loan on that car. You better. They, yes, yes, yes. You gotta go. Um, you have to more thoroughly go through the paperwork process for a private sale because if they still have a lien against it, it's not their car. Right. So you you say they sell the car for five thousand, they got a loan on it for ten. That's not that's not your car. Right. <laughs> yes, you got to be more careful with the private sales from a financial standpoint too as far as actually getting ownership um of the vehicle yeah i mean if you were buy it from the dealership i mean i said the dealership is up price but again for me and i spend more on cars like that's the thing i spend more money on just overall and maintenance again like i said i'm more concerned about the price like if you if you make 100k you want to spend 20k on a car i do not care if it's new or used me personally i don't my i don't have any financial parameters on strictly getting a newer used vehicle mine are more set on how much it costs and obviously putting that maintenance into your budget i like put it like this let me say this do not get a 20k mercedes that's like that's saying like and you and you make you, you can't afford they have those look i had to think about what you just they, they make 20k mercedes no it's used uh, okay. that's what most All people right. drive they be thinking they slick like, they be thinking what? they slick most people in a luxury vehicle is used it's like four or five years old and it costs less than my honda <laughs> <laughs> No, real talk. Maybe you know, it's twenty. You can you can see you know they they anywhere from like fifteen to like twenty five. I mean, obviously they're more expensive ones. But yeah, most people are whipping about twenty something thousand dollar used you know Benz uh, BMW and that car payment about two hundred dollars. Remember, teller here. I mean, I'm not, I'm not never mind. Anyways, <laughs> I would also just recommend making a basic list of your requirements for the vehicle. Again, yes, the, the basic Smart goals, goals, yeah basic requirement is what it has to go from point a to point b if your car can't do that by definition i don't even think it's is it a car at that point like no. can it, if it can't transport you from it's point a, a to point b it's, <laughs> a, it's a heavy bike you'd be out here fred flintstone in that joint look at yeah. it 
Yeah, but that, but so let yeah, but that, but doing <laughs> nah, yeah. Um, so that that's the one thing with you know doing private a private sale. Either that's say either the vehicle is you know when they made it when it came off you know the assembly line. Either you know stuff is uh, you know is defective, but mo- most it's like saying you buying a used cell phone. Like mo- most stuff, you know they have a a very high you know ninety nine percent threshold uh, for making things correctly. So yeah, I would be more focused on the dollar amount. I would say if you can keep it towards 10% and that's how much money you're putting like I said your car worth 5000 and you spend 10 it's you get a $15,000 car remember your car is an asset I know it goes down but you can sell it and get get cash out of it and put that towards the next car now let me be very clear don't go out here um rolling over negative equity in the vehicles mm. Jesus 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 your car worth 10k no your your car is worth 10k yeah you got a 15k loan on it and you sell it and then you'll get another loan for 20,000 don't, don't do no that. Sense. Don't do that. But the reason you're doing that is you don't got no money and your credit score low. So, <laughs> again, no opinions here. That's what I'm saying. I'm not choosing violence. I'm telling the truth. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. I mean, I mean play, play with you. What was you going to play? Nah, you going to do, bruh? Uh, no. Nah, I was going to say that they accounts like. <laughs> <laughs> Dying. Okay. Yeah. So, that uh, that's that's what I would do for uh, getting a car. Private sale versus. um doing from the dealer obviously like i said private sale is always used so you have that risk like we're saying make sure you know the title is clean all of that when you go into the dealership um you know it's quote-unquote safer but like i said i wouldn't recommend getting the warranty so it really don't matter um anyways but again like i said my parameters aren't on new versus used mine are more so if you're single i mean 30 percent is like being you know nice like you know okay you can get you can get your car but um if you're married, then yeah, I'm right on that 50% range. I don't recommend taking out debt. If you are going to take out debt because y'all grown, do what you want, I would say you'd be able to pay it off in 12 months. If you don't pay it on 12 months, again, how many deviations do you want from the plan? And I've also said, please explain to me uh, taking out a loan on a depreciating asset. So this is a budget episode. You want to put the car payment you know, in your budget? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, we got one follow-up question real quick because uh, that was a listener question. And now we got a question from who y'all think this question is from? Jordan. <laughs> Can you see it? Is it yeah, right. the one at the top right above the second okay. one. It says, how to prioritize the wants in your budget. Um, in, in parentheses, it says pre-discretionary income. This is your question? I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't th- I don't, if I, it's not mine. Huh, maybe I did type it. It might have been a while back. We, yeah, look, it's a while back. For we, those who don't had, know, we load questions up. Yeah, we, we, we've had a lot of viewer questions. So, And like yeah. I said, we're doing short episodes, so we're answering less questions. This question's probably freaking May. Um, you so, know it's bad if neither one of us recognize yeah. it, but we know it's not a guest question. So, <laughs> How to prioritize what's in your budget pre-discretionary income? Okay. Let's define discretionary income. People are like, dang, Corey talking slow, and he got eight minutes. So let's define discretionary income. Um, remember, I also all I said I needed was two. <laughs> all I said I needed was two. Okay, so um, discretionary income is obviously money you have after your discretion, but that would be money that isn't for your necessities. Obviously, it isn't for your debt. Debt is a necessity as far as in your budget, but you need to pay your debt, as I said before, because they're gonna take stuff, and on top of that, your credit score is gonna go into oblivion. So let's say you make four thousand dollars, right, and your necessities and your debt totals. If you have that $2,000 for easy math, right? Mm-hmm. So you would have $2,000 in discretionary income, right? So how do you prioritize what's in your budget pre-discretionary income? That's why I said, you sure you asked this? I already said this, financial house. Yeah, I said, no, I think I said the wants. That's why I said the, oh, the, the wants. wants. So like, oh, I think it's wants. everything after you've paid uh, that I see stuff what you're off. saying. Okay. It's starting to come back to me now. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, what? Okay, let yeah. me say this. Um, so like all the stuff that's considered yeah. luxury, you know what I mean? Yeah. Lifestyle. Um, <laughs> You don't have any wants outside of your discretionary income. All of your wants are underneath your discretionary income. Because that's what I was saying. I was like, I haven't answered this question, and it's not related to the question. It's like <laughs> it, it uh, debunks it or whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. Yeah, your wants are underneath your discretionary income. There are no such things as having a want that isn't discretionary income because if you, it's a want. So you don't need it. Therefore, it's something you're getting at your discretion. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Put it like this. What is a want that wouldn't be something that's discretionary income? 
nothing. No, actually, I know what it is. No, okay, okay, hold on. Let me okay. let me let me get it right. Yeah. So <laughs> when I say prioritize the want, so like everything that you're trying to buy with your discretionary income is extra. So like if I want to buy some purchases on Amazon, or mm-hmm. I want to you know go to the movies, or I want to buy the subscription or mm-hmm. something like that, is there a certain order that these these things that I don't need that I know I don't need should be in like your discretionary? I know you get to spend it at your discretion, mm-hmm. but like. Are you saying in general then? Yeah. Should there be some type of structure to the things that are outside of your financial house? No, that's 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 what I'm saying. I be I be spending money out here. Necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. It's not my fault. Y'all don't have no money for the lifestyle. (laughs) That's the violence right there. (laughs) (laughs) I I am a if you let's be clear. If you have ever been around me when I have spent any money, regardless of how much money I have I have made in my life, yeah. I, I am. Corey was throwing the bag before he had a bag to throw. Hold on, that, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. People think I'm a saver. I was making forty thousand dollars pre-tax and bought a thirty-three thousand dollar car. What, what the hell is y'all talking about? I be look. I've spent money any way I can spend it. I don't do that no more. But cause I would, if I got a car now that was seventy-five percent of my pre-tax, that would be outrageous. Yeah. But um no yeah I'm I'm all about the lifestyle I mean Jordan and I were to showcase theater we go to strip club like so I, over here yeah you can spend it anyway this question is really when you're married because <laughs> yeah. you're single you don't have to worry about it you just spend how you spend it so um I would say you need to rank things in order of how much they actually benefit you meaning let's say you're talking about like entertainment right? right let's say you're single and you're not trying to mingle. Put that at the bottom. <laughs> Put that at the bottom. And by mingle, right. I mean actually spend money, and go down on dates. You know what I mean? I heard acting all wild. I was talking I got, about. I got you. Yeah, yeah I was talking yeah. about the pandemic. Y'all here playing with A's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're man, I'm protected, raw. So let me yeah. Say. Hey, wait till that kid. That's that's <laughs> coming. Look, that's coming out to air. Look, we I'm, when I get caught up, there's gonna be some stuff on there. But yeah, this is more so if you're married because if you're single, you don't. You know, it's just you. I, you know, all in favor say aye, and you just you know you can only yell at yourself about it. Gotcha. So if you're married, when you're uh, prioritizing things. Like I said, don't get on the same pine, don't get on the same page with finances with your fiance. Get on the same page with I mean with your spouse. Get on the same page with finances with your fiance. Don't don't get on the same page when it comes to finances with your spouse. Get on the same page when it comes to finances with on, with your fiance. Do not marry someone who you're not on the same page when it comes to your finances with. So when it comes to, you know, you guys deciding your discretionary income, one y'all will get the same amount. So let's say, you know, y'all each get a hundred dollars. Okay. Right? Y'all would not say what they can, quote unquote, spend the money on each month. Before you get married, you would agree upon what y'all generally can spend things on. Okay. Because remember, we already budgeted the dollar amount. So that's already agreed upon and we get the same amount. And then, you know, man, if you like going to the strip club and your fiance don't like you doing that, depending on how much you like going to strip club, you might need to reconsider if you're going to marry her or not. Same, same thing. Same thing with ladies. All right, here we go. Disrespect your hair and your nails. I mean, up to, there's a there's a dollar amount cap. How much? How much y'all make? And when you want to get the you know the nice ones done, right? You know you you know what's the what's the dollar amount cap? You know you're spending on that. But that will come like uh, prioritizing your morals and things of that nature uh, when you're married. You know y'all agree upon the dollar amount. Y'all have the same dollar amount. And then if you know say you got you know twenty things you can spend, you know as long as you hit one of them twenty. It don't matter how you prioritize them. Because one thing with discretionary income, and most people don't reach this point, like from a sustainability standpoint, mm-hmm. it don't, it don't, there's all, you should always spend or you should enjoy your money. You got put in the work where you got money to enjoy. Right. But you should always enjoy your money. But that, I mean, it's, it literally, it's wasted money. I mean, it's, you're, you're buying memories. I mean, you know, so do things that you actually want to experience. Like I said, with getting the car, if you want a Ford and you, and you, and you buy, and you buy a Toyota, I don't know what you want me to say. I would recommend not buying the Toyota if you want the Ford. So if you want to, you know, go to the movies, then then go to the movie. Then go to the movies, gotcha. right? You know, if you and you know if you rather go to the movies than watch Netflix, then prioritize going to the movies in your budget over Netflix. Like this is se- second thing I recommend to make. Gotcha. You got to understand how you work personally, and like you know, you enjoy doing what you're doing. Someone like me, I like getting Vanguard and Fidelity notifications that my brokerage <laughs> transaction executed. So. <laughs> I don't got no discretionary income. That's why I said I can't date nobody. Because I'm like, look, I got to stop. I have to put some less money in investments. <laughs> That's happened this week. I got some notifications from both of them back to back. I was like, why am I happy right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can you can prioritize your wants, but they're wants. So, again, you're on a budget. No debt. Right? You, know, you remember? You know, gotcha. you remember what, yeah, this is definitely, a, this is definitely yeah. a, a, a yeah. step 
well, a baby step three, four Force, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, see, if you got all this debt and all this type of stuff, then yeah, I would say don't do it anyway. But you know, if you got a thousand, two thousand dollars that y'all can spend every month, and you already have your emergency fund in place, you define how you want to handle debt, and you handle it that way, and you're properly funding your retirement, then th- that's that's what you want to get to. I mean, you might want to do charity, all these type of things. Yes, I am pro that. You know, you got you got to reach that point where you either decrease your outgo and or decrease your income to mm-hmm. reach that but i mean y'all be out here respectfully y'all be out here your cash not what you put on a credit card with like like two three hundred dollars <laughs> i mean like put it like this prioritize it how i don't know that go back to uh last week on episode uh 19 about you got three hundred dollars you spent 80 on chilies fine <laughs> <laughs> you don't have no discretionary income <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you actually have to have some money to actually you know to prioritize things because then because then like i said you end up skipping on some things gotcha so yep that's it for that locked and loaded let's go we almost there on the dot okay yep yep all right so let's wrap it up all right yep so yours uh what happens (laughs) if you skip leg day a lot of bad stuff what is the overall solution to this don't skip leg day all right that's my recap i'm not even about to go into the details of what happens don't skip it all right but no i will say so (laughs) a lot of (laughs) okay (laughs) contradict myself right then and then a lot of bad stuff happens muscular imbalance hormone imbalance limited range of motion uh for functional behavior less burn calories and slower less uh rate of force production okay so what does that mean incorporate leg day into your workouts Right. And then for mine, uh, buying a car from the dealership slash getting a private sale. Look, I don't I don't care where you buy. Obviously, you want, I want the car to work. You know, what I mean, like buying a car is all there's always that risk in that. That's why Carfax is out now. Right. But um, I would say regardless, if you get it newer used, cause I'm not that big on the depreciation because you're going to spend 20,000. You can get a twenty thousand dollar new car and you can get a twenty thousand dollar used car. Obviously, the new one's going to depreciate faster than the used one for the $20,000. At the end of the day, if you're going to drive the car until it's worth 2000 in both cases, that's called an $18,000 loss, to my knowledge. I think that's how the math works. But, you know, like, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to you know, drive your car till it dies, you, the depreciation really doesn't matter. So, you know, I would say 30% most if you're single, but I would keep that number closer to 20%. And if you're married, you know, if you make 100K, no more than 50K in cars, so you could each evenly have a $25,000 car. I recommend, obviously, no debt, loan on depreciating asset. No, no, no. But if you do end up taking out the debt because you do what you want because you've grown, pay it off in a year. If you can't pay it off in a year, again, like I said, do what you want because you've grown. How to prioritize once in your budget pre-discretionary income or discretionary income you don't have to prioritize your, your wants and your discretionary income that that's what they're that's what it's for you can do you can do whatever you want with it so you don't have to prioritize that's the, you prioritize the, <laughs> the necessities debt payments investments lifestyle but when you get to lifestyle that's money you can do whatever you want with because you should enjoy your money and put in the work to get to the point where you can enjoy your money and if you want to spend your money on dandelions and just light them on fire because that's what you like doing <laughs> What's wrong with you? Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm just no, saying I'm, that. I'm, I mean, not, I'm being funny. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying everybody has their own vices, and it's like I want you to get to the point where whatever makes you happy that isn't a crime. Whatever makes you happy, and you got the money for it. It's I'm, not I'm a fine crime with, that. with yeah. respect to your partner. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah obviously, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Part. If you're married, yeah, you got to have your morals in place on what y'all can and can't spend money on. But yeah, I mean, you get to the point where you got no debt but a mortgage. You got six months mercy fund saved. You invest in fifteen percent pre tax, and you still have money left over. I literally do not care what you do with it as long as it's legal. That's it. And obviously, don't you know? Main reason for divorce is finances. So don't do something that your spouse don't like. And actually, don't like men and women. Don't be stingy with it. You know, don't be like, nah, I don't want you to. Come on, bro. Look, so your, your man I been can... playing video games and sports his whole life. Talk about he can't go to the game or the bar with his friends. Or <laughs> you, you don't want him to spend money on a fantasy league. Don't do nothing wild like that. Hey. Men, y'all know your ladies like getting the hair and nails done. So when you're putting this worse, they can get the hair and nails done. But, you know, don't, you know, don't be wild with it with your spouse. Hey. But, you know. Outside of that budget, I don't care what you do with the money. Like, you know, hey. like, I, we not even track. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't even track, track that money if it's outside of the house. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. If we, For a house being the financial house. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If we each get $100, I do not care what you do with $100. Right. Now, if you spend $100 in a penny, you got to talk to me. <laughs> the penny's so not we, in the budget because we're on we zero got, base. We got to talk about it. Yeah. We, but you got to talk about look, it. As long as, you're not, as long as you're not breaking the law or making it so we're going to have less money, I do not care at all. That's it. So, all right. Yep. Shameless plugs. Hey, hey, <laughs> Synergy. What, what do I want to do? I don't know. I don't know. FBI is my favorite one. 
Shameless plugs. Where can the people find you at, Corey? You can follow me at sideline underscore Corey. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can follow Jordan at Stop Stalling J. That's S-T-O-P-S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G-J-A-Y on everything. Business page. Finally Fit 06. That's F-I-N-A-L-L-Y-F-I-T 06 on IG, Facebook, and YouTube. And make sure you hit a like on YouTube. You can follow us at Corden in full effect on YouTube. Please subscribe. That like is free. That dislike is free too. But hit the like because you know it's the same. But you know it's, it's more positive when we see the likes. Because we like when yeah. you like what we like. So exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, even know if we, I don't know if we've gotten a dislike before. But you know that's your price of admission. Right. Yeah. We do this We do this for free. Love, love a game. Legacy building. So when they look back and see this work we put in but yeah please leave a like podcast apple podcast google spotify amazon leave rates and reviews before we get out of here just yeah. as a heads up if if it sounds a little funny around it. about 30 minutes or so yeah. we had some a weird technology issue happen with our pro tools that's never happened before yeah. so it kind of abruptly cuts out and cuts back in yeah. that's what happened and we'll but, end up uh putting the youtube strip at the end of the last 30 minutes exactly <laughs> yeah I, th- I think we should be good but yeah y'all i mean y- y'all already know I don't, we, don't, we shouldn't right. we should because it's already the end it, you, exactly. you already know the issue but right. yeah apologies if it was messed up um, we don't. We didn't even grab the error, so we don't really know what to do. Yeah. But yep, that's, that's it. That's the first time. All yeah. right. Do you have anything else? No, sir. All right. So remember to save more and say less, and keep making better your best. And we will catch y'all in the next one. Let's go.